0: I don't care what anybody says, I love root beer. What do you mean it's not good for me? I don't care. What do you mean I can't have it because it's not good for me, it's not good for my health? Well if I can't have that then I don't want anything. And welcome to the slippery slope of not choosing happiness. Hey, it's way. And this is the podcast about a man, his dog, and their musings around happiness. And here's your host, me, Wei. Hey, it's way, and welcome to the Cascade Effect of Not Choosing Happiness. Huh. thought I was going to say, welcome to my podcast, didn't you? Well, decided to start with the title this time. But this is the podcast about unlocking happiness. My own personal podcast, my own little playground, if you will. So... Welcome to the show. Yeah, and this episode is called The Cascade Effect of Not Choosing Happiness. And this was inspired by a conversation I had with one of my private one-on-one clients today at the office. And I was talking with him and he was asking for some guidance as to why when he denies himself Doing something happy, something that he enjoys, something that he wants to do. And then to justify that, he says, well, there's so many other things that I want to do. And there's so many things I could be doing, I should be doing. And what he finds that after he di- creates the first denial of something that he actually wants to do. He finds himself in a quandary of not wanting to do anything else I told him welcome to being human and what happens growing up in this world we live in where many of us grow up with a weak want or what I like to call a want muscle a want or desire muscle of happiness And if you've ever experienced that before, I think every single human being has, is that there is this slippery slope of when you choose what you think you should be doing that is against what you actually want to do, you find yourself not motivated to do anything else at all. See, what happens in the mind, especially a mind that has developed and I say developed because it's a nurtured and a curated thing, a weak want muscle for happiness, the the mind starts to break down in a cascade effect of denial. What's happening is on a deep unconscious level, when you deny yourself of doing something that you actually, actually want to do in that moment, it essentially throws a tantrum of kind of like, well, if I can't get what I want, and I then I don't want anything else that I want. Which doesn't make a lot of sense, but if you have a weak want muscle, it's kind of like that. If you ever go to the gym and you try to work out for the very first time in a long time, and especially if you've worked out for years and got yourself at one point in your life to a really strong state of existence physical existence and then you go years without working out it could be a little frustrating and you may even go to the gym try to lift a weight that you remember being able to lift and used to lift and then say ow that hurt i think i'm hurt and then you give up and you don't even bother doing any other workout and you just leave I've been to the gym enough times in my life, almost two decades worth to recognize that it happens all the time. (laughs) Happened to me before. So it triggers that weak want muscle to just give up because the want muscle has been weak. What is this want muscle that I keep talking about? The will muscle is the part of you that is able to express and reach and achieve and desire and get what you want in life in that moment not what you need but what you actually want. And what happens is this is what whatever that is we want one of the biggest challenges of course let me talk about that is that the reason why we have trouble achieving happiness because we don't know how to want or desire what it is that we actually want for happiness now i started off this episode talking about root beer because i truly do love root beer it wasn't just a way to kind of like kind of rope you in i have what we call a root beer stash in my fridge it is a six-pack. Well, now it is a five-pack. Why? Because I had a root beer. And it's not the big cans, it's little cans, because growing up, it was one of my favorite drinks to drink. Yes, I know soda is not the best thing for it. Yes, I know the content of sugar is really high. But oh, for those of you, if you like root beer, you know what I'm talking about. It's that unique taste that just isn't like anything else. Yes, there's cream soda. Yes, there's Coke. There's Pepsi. There's Spray. All that stuff. But root beer, there's just something about root beer. That, root beer float. I'm sure there's a social, emotional association with that. But why is it that I have a stash there and it used to be a six pack and now it's a five pack, but it's been there for a really long time? Why? I leave it there because in those moments when I say, oh gosh, I really want... A root beer. And fortunately, root beer has a half-life and can sit in the fridge for a really long time. I can get what I want. I know it's not good. It's not the best thing for my body. But the body is an amazing machine. It's designed to take in toxins. I mean, just living in LA alone, just going out and walking around and breathing the, the air sometimes is worse than drinking one small can of root beer. I leave it there because it represents happiness. That when I want to choose to be happy and just sit there and take a sip, and it takes me a long time even for one of those small cans to get through it, because I'm enjoying every sip to just really taste that taste that I had been yearning for that makes me happy. One of my teachers in the past is vegan. And so what that means is anything that's animal-based, she does not consume usually there was one time i had uh, lunch with her and we went to a place to eat because there was a limited selection and we just went into this pizza place which obviously if it didn't have vegan op, you know back i think back then there weren't a lot of vegan options so she ordered a regular pizza with regular toppings with regular animal based cheese and so I sat there, and said, is it okay for you to eat that? And she says, you know what? I want to eat this. I feel like eating this. I know what it's going to do to my body based on the fact that I'm vegan and everything. But I'm choosing it because I want to. And in that moment, I learned a profound lesson that despite the rules that we set for ourselves, despite the restrictions that we sometimes set ourselves in in order to honor ourselves, to give ourselves the best kind of life and best kind of health, that it's okay to choose happiness on occasion over that, if it truly does make you happy. And the key thing here is in moderation moderation is the key word here okay when it's not a moderation that's when it becomes a problem if I were to go through that root beer stash full cans not those small tiny cans six pack every single week that's no longer about happiness that's no longer about me choosing happiness Because what I'm starting to do in that moment, Adam, when it's not in moderation, it's not about being happy. It's actually a reflection of unhappiness. It is a form of addiction. It is a form of binging on something that is not good for you. Now, being addicted to things that are good for you, such as working out, eating healthy, meditation, self-growth, personal development, this podcast, <laughs> those aren't bad things, okay? That's a different type of addiction. In fact, that's a commitment to honoring self. I don't want call that an addiction. It's creating a system and a routine that is going to consistently give you positive results, It's going to move you forward, help you evolve, help you grow. What I'm talking about the addiction and binging are like Netflix binging. Addiction to drinking, alcohol, drugs. Addictive behaviors that are not good for you, that incite the lower emotions of anger, sadness, fear, hurt, guilt. Basically states of unhappiness. And oftentimes we find ourselves, we catch ourselves after going through uh, a whole bout of addiction and binging on these types of states. And we go, wow, what is going on? What's wrong with me? That is not happiness. That is not choosing happiness. You might feel good in a brief moment, but it's ephemeral. Addiction and binging is a reflection of unhappiness because in that moment, at that point in time when you're addicted to and binging on things that are not entirely good for you, you are abusing yourself, which is a form of unhappiness. So a couple things. The cascade effect of not choosing happiness is such that when you, in that moment, are not choosing an addictive or binging type of behavior, but you just want to, like, get a can of root beer play a quick game on your phone, a quick game. Moderation, right? Not a game that takes up your entire day, week, month, years. <laughs> you know, eating unhealthy food over fast food over and over again. Okay. We're not talking about that. We're talking about that brief moment where he goes, "Oh my god, I really love McDonald's fries. I would love to get an order of that." And you order Regular fries, not super just a regular fries. Just to enjoy and engage in that happiness because what you're doing then is you're practicing to strengthen that want muscle of happiness. But if you don't, if you don't honor that, then you will experience what my client occasionally experiences when he denies himself and it's not just him. We all do it. When we deny ourselves something happy in the moment that we know that if we just engage in, we'll feel so much better and then it will open up the possibilities of wanting to do all the other things we want to do. But if you already have a weak want muscle of happiness and in that moment you find yourself having an urge of wanting something that will truly make you happy and you deny that, there is a tantrum that is thrown on an unconscious level that will have you feeling like you don't want to do anything else. And that slippery slope, the cascade effect, is that it starts to ripple out affect not just you, but everything else you do for the rest of the day. And if you are interacting with others, it will most likely impact those that you interact with too. I call this my root beer effect because of my root beer stash that I have. I see it there and I check in with myself. Do I feel like drinking it when I... I don't. But I know it's there. And when I get that urge and that yearning for that root beer that taste, I'll reach in, I know exactly where to go, reach in there, exercise my want muscle, and it's not for the sake of my health, but the health of my happiness muscle, to remind myself to always choose happiness, which is kind of the whole point of this podcast, is it not? so that's it for this episode if you got some good nuggets of happiness inducing inspiration on how to avoid the cascade effect of not choosing happiness remember to subscribe and share this podcast to everyone who denies themselves of happiness and if you care about them share it with them feel free to follow me on any of the usual social media channels just google me i'm not hard to find and until then Just remember, when in doubt, choose happiness.